Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Thursday, September 3rd. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. The good, the bad, and the latest on COVID-19. Plus an exciting scientific discovery about black holes. But first, Joe Biden's swing state trouble is today's one big thing. Joe Biden is visiting Kenosha, Wisconsin today, the city where Jacob Blake was shot by police last week, and where two people died after the Black Lives Matter protests turned violent. His visit comes a few days after President Trump's own visit on Monday. It's important to note, Wisconsin is going to be a key state for whoever wins the White House. Alexi McCammond is a political reporter for Axios, and she talked to 10 Wisconsin swing voters about their feelings on the protest in their state and the upcoming election. Alexi, can you first just explain how we define swing voters? The people who vote for the person, not the party, and are comfortable switching from, you know, the Democrat one cycle to the Republican the next. And you wrote about a new wave of racial resentment that you're seeing with these votes. What does that look like now? So in 2016, there was this idea that Donald Trump pushed where he really was pitting white Americans against immigrants and especially Mexican immigrants. The same things and feelings emerged in this focus group with these Wisconsin voters. The most interesting thing was that we asked them a question, do you think that Joe Biden cares more about the people protesting against systemic racism or cares about you? Let's hear from two of those voters. He's too far left and he more aligns with those type of people who want to throw an adult temper tantrum. Anybody who believes in systemic racism is going to vote for Joe Biden. And he wants you to believe that there's systemic racism. They think all but two of them said that they felt Biden cares more about those protesting than he does about them. And I think a lot of these folks are watching these protests happen and associate protesters with Black Americans. And so it's kind of a similar theme where these white voters who, of course, supported Trump in 2016 are once again feeling overlooked or ignored by Biden and Democrats. I mean, it's just all this pointless violence that's happening, spreading to, you know, my home. And they're saying, look, we're sorry that it seems like African-Americans are killed by police more often than white people, but we have concerns and issues that we feel need to be taken care of, and he's not listening to us about those concerns. Do you think that this focus group represents a view that exists in other parts of the country? Definitely. The polling that we've seen from June to August alone has shown there's been a 13 percentage point drop in support for the Black Lives Matter movement. And that's not just Republicans, that's Democrats and independents alike. And of course, President Trump's hope to make this election defined by what he labels as law and order, but really is a conversation about justice. They're going to make some white Americans feel a little bit worried about their role in this country. I think that a lot of the folks who supported Trump in 2016 have a view of not just the way that the country should operate, but the way that the country should look and who should should be in charge. Alexi McCammond is a political reporter for Axios. We'll be back in 15 seconds with a state-by-state update of the coronavirus. Welcome back to Axios Today. Some encouraging research yesterday about treating the coronavirus with steroids which are easily accessible, relatively cheap, and reduce deaths by one-third in seriously ill patients. That's the good news on the virus. 
Sam Baker is Axios' healthcare editor, and unfortunately, his update is not that good. Cases are going up in 18 states. There are seven of those states where cases are up 50% or more, which is obviously pretty bad. And nationwide, we're looking at about a little under 42,000 new cases every day. So that's better than it was, but obviously still a ton of cases. Where are we seeing hotspots now? What are the big events that are driving cases? Yeah, so in Alabama, it's probably college reopening. The University of Alabama getting more attention as the number of students who test positive for coronavirus continues to grow. South Dakota, there's no way to know for sure, but but we think a lot of these new cases are tied to the Sturgis motorcycle rally. On the first day of the Sturgis motorcycle rally, Meade County had 87 positive coronavirus cases. As of Tuesday, the county stands at 305 cases. That seems to have been a super spreader event. And in the meantime, Sam, we have some new data about what Americans think about how the federal government is handling this. This is from our Axios-Ipsos Coronavirus Index. It's a weekly poll that we do. Most Americans, by a pretty significant margin, think that the federal government is making things worse, which I feel like is a really damning indictment, right? That's not just saying the federal government is failing to make it better. It is that this is going on longer or more people are dying or however people interpret that question because of the actions of the federal government. And what's so significant to you about this, Sam? I think the significance is just the the complete lack of confidence. You know, you have 60-some percent of people saying the government is making the actual response worse. We've seen over the course of the pandemic trust in the federal government, the White House, Donald Trump, trust in, in all of those institutions has gone down across the board. We're in a, a crisis, an acute crisis, and the American people just do not have any faith in their government's ability to see them through to the other side. Is there any good news here? I, I hate to be such a downer, but, but there's not. We're doing a bad job at this, and we've been doing a bad job at it the whole time. I guess the, the good news is that the vaccine trials seem to be moving along, but there's obviously a whole host of new questions now about whether the administration will really run a proper scientific process around that. So there's certainly no unqualified good news. Sam Baker is Axios's healthcare editor. Sam, thanks for giving us this update. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Before we go, I wanted to share one cool thing I learned today. A ripple in the fabric of space and time that happened 7 billion years ago was just detected and is clear evidence of a new kind of black hole. We used to think black holes were either very large or very small, but our space reporter Marion Kramer told us about what scientists just found out. They found one that's sort of in the Goldilocks zone, like right in the middle. The new black hole was created by two smaller black holes, colliding and creating what's called a gravitational wave. Here's how that works. If you think about a flat sheet laid on a bed and then you put a bowling ball on it, that bowling ball sort of indents the bed. That's what planets, stars, black holes do to the fabric of space and time. So when you have two of these incredibly massive objects sort of spinning around each other and eventually colliding, it creates these ripples in the fabric of space and time that can be felt through the universe. 
And Miriam says this discovery isn't just cool. This type of black hole has never been seen before and could be the key to understanding a lot more about deep space. These types of black holes actually might explain how supermassive black holes form and how galaxies kind of evolve and change over time. That does it for us today. You can reach your team at podcasts at axios.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Nyla Boodoo. And we'd also love it if you'd share the show with someone you think might appreciate it. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.